Hey there everyone, Tyler Pyburn here from WeNeedAVacation.com and this is the Vacation Rental Homeowner Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us as always and today's topic of discussion is an important one given the time of year that we're recording this. We're recording this at the towards the end of December and the booking season is upon us. So we're talking about outreach to prior tenants. Should you do it? When should you do it? How should you do it? And really all the things that kind of go along with that. So to here to fill in all those details and answer all those questions, we have Lauren Binder from WeNeedAVacation.com. Lauren, how's it going today? Great. I'm so happy to be here with you. This is my first podcast, and I'm very excited to share with other homeowners uh, the experience that we've collected over 19 years of being in this business. It's your first, but I promise you, Lauren, it will not be your last. I can guarantee that for sure. So we're talking about reaching out to prior tenants. Why should you? Is it a good thing? Why should you be reaching out to prior tenants? It's a great thing to reach out to prior tenants because, number one, if we've experienced a season with prior tenants, we've made a nice relationship with them. And we don't need to spend time vetting them and uh, being concerned in terms of the screening process. And we know that they're going to take a good care of our homes and um, treat our home as if it was their own. So it's it's a win-win. I think you just said it when we were talking, you know, before we were rolling, you said, you know, prior tenants are the best tenants. They're kind of the golden tenants in a sense, right? So they're kind of the easiest way to put up, put it together. So... Let me ask you, let, let's start with how to go about it. How should you go about reaching out to prior tenants? Well, one of the easiest ways to reach out to prior tenants is um, it really depends. I just want to back up for one minute. It depends what you left off with when they finish the rental season. Some tenants at the end of their stay um, say they've had a wonderful time and they would really like to come back next year and they may have said to you please get in touch with me in the fall or please get in touch with me um, before the season or uh, when things are um, just starting to percolate so depending on how you left it with them you may have already sent them an email and said you know it's the fall you had mentioned so don't hesitate to do that but this time of year where um, bookings are starting to happen I think that the most common is to uh, get in touch with tenants um, in a few different ways one is that you could absolutely uh, send them a personal email or a personal holiday card around this time of year to keep up that connection and just to sort of whet their appetite the for coming back. the lines of communication, right? Keep those open, right? Absolutely. So depending, and even if you had written to them in the fall, you're going to write to them again or send them a holiday card. You can send them a personal email this time of year, and you can also send them um, a... Uh, email right through our email marketing. Yeah, we have it on our site, that's right. Right, we have an email marketing feature and you could send it to both tenants that have come in the past or tenants that have inquired in the past but weren't able to be there. So that's one thing I wanna kinda take the conversation now is tenants in the past or have inquired. Who should you actually be reaching out to is kind of my question. Is it just people from this past summer? So right now we're taping this in 2016. Should I be reaching out to only tenants that have stayed at my house in the summer of 2016? Or should I go back people that maybe stayed in 2015, 2014, or even people that inquired on my home in those years? 
I would actually start with, and some people wait until like a week or two after the holidays because this is such a busy time of year, but I would start with the folks that came last year. And you may want to give them an incentive. If you've raised your rates, you want to let them know that they can lock in at last year's rate as long as they uh, let you know within a certain amount of time and give them a, a date to let you know by. Um, I would definitely um, start with them and then after you've heard from that batch of folks there's absolutely no reason not to connect with folks that have either stayed in the past as in several years ago and for whatever reason may not have, have come back um, or folks that have inquired in the past and weren't able to get your home. They may not have been able to get it for the week that they wanted, but they liked it at one time and they may be liking it again. So all of those populations are very smart populations to go after. With that in mind, I mean, I think it's funny. Joan Talmish has repeat tenants all Basically, there's one family in particular that I'm referencing right now that have been coming back for 20 years. And Joan basically holds two weeks, it seems like, every year in the beginning of August for that family in particular. So I want to take the conversation there to the holding weeks part now. If you talk to someone, say, at the end of August, one of your tenants and one of your guests, and you said, all right, what do you think? Do you want to come back next year? And that tenant says, you know what, definitely hold a week for me. Now a couple months have gone by, you haven't heard back from them. What do you do come, say, January 1st when you start to get inquiries from people and say someone inquires about that last week in August that you were kind of penciling in for that tenant? What do you do in that case? Well, that's a good question and very important. You know, we always encourage homeowners to put their rates in for next season last season. As soon as they know them, put them in and leave that open. Now, when you've told someone that you'll pencil them in, if you get an inquiry, that inquiry may have come in the fall. It may come right at the beginning of uh, the new year. But in either case, I would immediately contact the prior tenant and just say, no pressure, but just want you to know that I have gotten an inquiry for that week. You had asked me to hold it and I wanted to know if you were still interested. All um, you know, prior vacationers, they all have um, good intentions and for sometimes their plans could change, their kids' summer plans could change, and they may not be able to work it out for the coming season or they may need to go somewhere else on vacation. But I think that the easiest way to do it is to, the minute you get that inquiry, definitely check in with whoever was there last time, especially someone that asked you to hold a week. The other thing that we find is someone says to hold a week and you pencil it in, but then they actually find out that that particular week that they came last year or in the past doesn't work for them this year. So you really want to know right up front if it's a different week, you have much more flexibility at that point with available weeks that other folks may not be taking again. And you might be able to make them perfectly happy and put them in in a different time frame. So I want to talk about something you and I talked about before we were rolling, and that's size and kind of location, whether it's islands versus on the Cape itself. What role does the size actually play, the size of a home, I should say, the size of a home play into outreach? If you have a small home versus you have a very large home that might be for more like a family reunion, how, where does that play into it? 
Well, it's interesting that you bring up the size because whether you have a small home or a large home, the larger homes, of course, accommodate more people and plans need to be made well in advance for larger um, amounts of, of guests. And um, so as soon as you know, you, you want to book those. But even if you have a smaller home, there are popular weeks in the summer season. The end of August, the end of July, and the first couple of weeks in yeah. August are the prime weeks, and you could rent those over and over and over. So if those are the weeks that you're going after, whether it's a small home or a large home, even though the smaller homes can rent later on in the season, you must get your reservation in. And if you want to be uh, committed for that particular week and you want the homeowner to hold it, you really want to get your reservation in as fast as possible. The other thing is, is location. Obviously on the vineyard in Nantucket, you need to get ferry reservations. So even if you have a small home, or a large home, you still need to get those reservations on the early side. They've just opened up their um, reservations to start to be able to take them and given information out about uh, ferry reservations. So if you're interested in going to the islands specifically, um, you want to get those out. But whether you're going to the islands or whether you're going to anywhere on the Cape, you'll find that homes that are close to the water, that are in specific locations, that are walk to beach, that have the amenities that you may be looking for. Maybe you don't mind if the home is two miles away and that works well for you, but there are specific amenities. So depending on what you want, the more specificness to the week you want or the week everybody in your family can take a vacation or you need several homes that are close by in the same region but not all under one roof, those you wanna plan as far out in advance as possible. Definitely. No question about that. Having gone through something like that myself just a few years ago, I totally understand what you're saying there. So let's talk about something we touched on earlier, and that's the, the communication process about just the outreach itself, whether it's a phone call, whether it's an email, whether it's using our email marketing tool that we have in the Homeowner Center available to our homeowners. Do you feel like homeowners themselves might be a little bit apprehensive, might be a, a little afraid even, to reach out to some of their prior guests. What do you think about that? I absolutely think that homeowners are um, very apprehensive or intimidated Why? sometimes. I think they don't want to come off as being over aggressive or too pushy. And I think that they figure that if people are interested in coming to their home that they're going to get in touch with them. However, what they don't realize is, and we've heard this from many vacationers, is that it is so nice for vacationers to hear from the homeowners and to get that information and for it to be put right in front of them. You know, everybody, everybody, you and I know that this time of year is just crazed and everybody's in 20 directions and getting ready for the holidays and making their plans and dealing with school vacations and everything else. So I think that for vacationers, they're in that same craze bucket. And for them to have that information right in front of them or a little uh, gentle reminder 
that, ooh, this is the time of year that I really do need to start to think about this. And if I wait too long, maybe I won't get the house that I have wanted or the one that I had gone to before and was expecting to go back to. So I think that they actually welcome it. They're happy to hear from you. If they're not interested yet, they may let you know that, or they may say to you, which many people do, we're not exactly sure yet when our kids are going to camp or what this summer schedule brings, or we might be having an upcoming wedding this summer, and so that's gonna change our whole vacation schedule. But they actually really welcome having your in information at their fingertips. They don't have to stop and try to look it up. They don't have to go back and say, oh, where did I put that lease with the information? Or do I still have their email address? And whether it's a, it's a phone call or a personal note, a holiday card or an email, any of these, it just is um, very, very welcoming to vacationers. So to wrap this up and put a bow on it, and of course, it's just only fitting to say that this time of year, it goes back to the communication point of view. And, you know, we talk about all the time about personalizing the experience, being able to reach out to them, have a conversation with them and talk with them even after the fact really is personalizing the experience for the vacationer, right? And having that personal relationship with the vacationer is only going to help you grow as a business. And obviously you can grow your friends on Facebook too, right? When you okay. become friends with them. So awesome. So I think that's the best way to wrap this up. So Lauren, thank you so much for shelling out some of your expertise. Appreciate it. It has been a pleasure. And um, I wish all of the homeowners out there a wonderful, wonderful, successful rental season ahead. And um, good luck for sure. Yeah, good luck for sure. <laughs> awesome. She is Lauren Binder. I am Tyler Pybert. want to thank all those listening right now. Really do, in fact, appreciate you tuning in. You'll hear us next time.